It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do. Hey everybody, uh, Wade and Ryan here, NFL in London. It's week 18, everyone. Week 18. You never know what's gonna happen in week 18. Uh, are people gonna play for their team? Are they gonna play for themselves? Are they play for their coaches? Because it's Black Monday on Monday. It is. We're, we're gonna see some coaches fired. A so. lot of coaches being fired. I don't know if anyone really wants to play for the coach. You want to play for your contract. You want to play and say, "Look, I'm with a crappy team. Next year, I want to be with a better team." See, this is the worst. It's the scary bit, like when you you have a team that kind of has a coach, and so for example, the Raiders would be a perfect example. Sure. So the Raiders, Oscar, now if they make the playoffs, do you get rid of? The interim, because he, he took this dysfunctional team that went through everything yeah. and made it to bring him to the pot. But then you're going down Freddie Kitchen's territory and people where it's just like, is this just a flash of the pan or are they playing because they're, or is this guy an actual like tactician or is he just, did he just feed off the emotion of his players? Because if I'm a Raiders fan and if I win, I don't know, I don't get, I don't know enough about their, their interim coach. Yeah. Except he just looks like a, like a junior member of the mafia. Well, I think, you know, obviously everyone's playing to him, so, I mean, obviously, I think everyone's playing for But that's Carr. what happened with Freddie Kitchens, right? They did sure. that, and then they wasted a whole year with Cleveland because he had such a good interim part yeah. with, with Baker. So it's it's a tricky situation. I wouldn't want I, Raiders especially because I think Vegas. There's talk of Jim Harbaugh yeah. potentially wanting to go there, and if they can get a new quarterback, maybe even bring in Rodgers somehow wow. trade for Rodgers. Who knows what? Yeah, doing. I mean Harbaugh and Rodgers in Vegas would be I would mean, be insane. scary. Uh, but obviously, there's lots of talk of where Rodgers could go. But yeah, it's um, it's going to be an interesting week in terms of you know people moving on, who's going to move, and what's going to do, and people are going to play to their potential as well. Um, you don't know who, who wants to play. I always see the players in this week, if you're on a shitty team, say you're on the Bears, for example, and you're like, you know what, my contract is up. I want to look I want to look good. I want I want well, yeah, to stand with me. So then you're gonna go off your head and you're gonna find that every there's gonna be certain teams they're just like, how did this score? Let's take, for example, that Detroit game, Seattle last week. Guys played off their head. You know, Rashad Penny played off their head because they know this is it. This is they're done. You know, Seattle's done. If Russ is done, you know, yeah. I need to show who I am. I need to play off my head. And that's why you get games that go up to 80 points because guys will just go nuts on it. So there is that chance. And then, of course, there's, you know, the other games where they're just going to rest their starters. You don't know what's going to happen. Uh, and so betting on it is just really, really kind of ridiculous. because You kind of almost have to bet on the games that are important to yeah. one particular team. Like, for example, I wouldn't touch Washington Giants, right? Like, you know, yeah. Joe Judge is coming off like the... Like a, like a crazy person with his stupid yeah. press conference. It's like the Antonio Brown of coaches with his idiocy that he talks. But then you have like then you have like Cleveland, Cincinnati, where Joe Burrow's being benched. It's just yeah. it's just gonna be a nightmare betting. Well, I mean, in that one too, you've got Cleveland, which you got Case Keenum. We'll, we'll get into those. Yeah, ones. we'll get into it. Let's, Let, let's we'll in. go through all the games. Obviously, and, and you know, folks, if you want to come watch the game, Sports Bar and Grill, Old Street, open to twelve thirty a.m. And of course, then you've also got Sports Bar and Grill, Clapham, open till eleven p.m. But you can still catch the first games there. Catch the, uh, we got Saturday games. Did you know that, folks? We have Saturday games. Saturday, always fun. Also got uh, playoffs coming up. But let's talk about our Saturday game first. Uh, this game would have been very exciting. Now, yeah, it's not a great Saturday it's not great, lineup. It but the Chiefs now, you. unlike now, you know, obviously the Titans winning last week, the Chiefs don't have the number one seed. They don't have a chance to get the number one seed. So this is, you know, there's a bit more of them wanting to play in this game. Denver getting some guys back from injury. Ten and a half points is the spread in this one. Uh, the over under 45 points. It's in Denver. Um, 
And Drew Locke is going to get the oh, start. Oh, yeah. I'm, bet, I'm, betting, just... I'm betting this one. I'm betting KC all the way on this one. Especially, you know, even if you, if you have the chance at the number one seed in the bye, you have to kind of play for it. Even though Tennessee is playing, I think it's Houston, yeah. is it? Tennessee is playing yeah, Houston. Playing Houston, yeah. which pretty much is going to be a lock yeah. in that. But again, you never know. Houston Davis did, Mills. Houston did to the Chargers a couple yeah. of eight games ago. So you have to, if you can't see, you have to come out and play this game. Plus, you also need to get a bit momentum going yeah. out. Coming off a loss, you want to get that win. I just think, like, how can you not bet the Chiefs? This feels, I've, been get, I've been hitting a lot of the bets on the, on the big lines. Because yeah. it's teams like Denver, who's, you know, like you said, they're done. Drew Locke, it's just going to be that. Kind of, oh, yeah, the season's over. What are we going to do? The whole thing, yeah. offseason, is going to be about quarterback and it Fangio and just how it's just every year it's the same Denver team. We haven't yeah. seen any deviation of this Denver team. It's the same team, good defense, pretty good running game, no quarterback. And it's been that way to John Elway. And then they had to get, like, Peyton Man. They just have yeah. to get these guys at the end of their life. Like, they're, they're like the MLS. It's who like grab, Bondo, Who yeah. grab, like, Messi to come play sure, for yeah. us. We, hey, you're 44 years old and you're in a one leg. Come to MLS. You'll be the highest paid player in the league. Here's a bunch of money. Go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah. To me, this is just Kansas City going nuts. I think Denver's just... Again, it, it is close. So, you could see if they get a bit of a lead. Kansas City takes some guys out to rest in the second sure. half. And then you could see Denver kind of... Pulling back and beating that spread annoying yeah. in the fourth. But I'm going to take KC. They're going to put up too many points. Drew Locke can't score 20 points. and So I'm going to go 33-17 to 17 for the Chiefs. Yeah, I got it 30-18. to 18, The same th- sort of thing. It's more important for the Chiefs to win this one. Denver, I think, can afford them just by throwing that running game at them. Run, 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 run. Um, but Kansas City really needs to show that they can win in this one. Uh, and Denver will be playing a bit hungry. But again, it's hard to play hungry when you got Drew Locke, who just seems to screw up so wow. much. He's one of the worst quarterbacks out there. So, yeah, I've got it 30-18. to 18. Kansas City should win this one easily. we got a second game on Saturday night. If you're going to stay up to 1.15 in the morning, get your substances to keep yourself up <laughs> for that. Um, a lot of starters are going to be rested in this one because both these teams are heading off to the playoffs. Um, Dallas is 11-5. Philadelphia is 9-7. and seven. The spread's 4.5 points. Now it's dropped down to 4 for the Cowboys in this one. Um, Cowboys seem to have more starters. All the problem, it sounds like COVID is going through uh, Philadelphia. They're having some some problems with that. Hence the spread jumping, uh, I think, to that one. Or well, it's only four, four right? It's only so four. It doesn't feel so. like, like... It feels, again, is Dak going to play? I, I wouldn't bet this one because I don't know if Dak's going to play. I don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to play. But if Jalen Hurts doesn't play, you got Minshew. Minshew right? What's wrong with Minshew coming in yeah. playing well? So um, I think... I think Dallas will probably maybe play Dak a couple series because he's been struggling. And the one thing you fear, I guess, is going into the quarter, going into the playoffs with a quarterback who doesn't have a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. Like you saw him on the bench last week. He looked like he just watched yeah. the porno of his parents. Yeah, just sitting there. Being I've like, seen his parents in it. That's a <laughs> what did one. I just yeah. watch? So I feel that Philly. I actually think uh, this is going to be a close game. I'm going to say I'm going to go with a little Minshew mania upset here. All right. I just think. There, the fact that they're at home and feel it's good, the weather is going to be crap. So I think it's going to the better team that can run. Who's still even though they have like three or four guys who can run the ball, so yeah. it doesn't really seem to matter. So I think the Eagles to win this twenty three twenty. Just a nice little, not a great shootout, not a great game, but I think Philly's just going to pull it off because Dallas is going to rest. I for me, it's a COVID situation. I think it, there's just too many players in Philadelphia. I would be with you on this one, Minshew Mania. I just think that COVID has just stretched the team too far. I think Dallas just has more people ready to go. So I've got this one, Dallas winning by 10, just because 
COVID, you know? Yeah. 26 It's going to be scary going into the playoffs next it's week. Gonna be, people are going to just be like, coaches are going to have like literally bodyguards on every room. Just yeah, like, just don't touch me. Don't get near my players. Yeah, uh, no, no OnlyFans models coming uh, into the suites. You girls, boys. you girls. Do, and, do I have to mention this? Yeah. No, Antonio no Brown. No OnlyFans. Hygiene. But I can make a vaccine the certificates. <laughs> She um, is the vaccine. She is a vaccine. It's in my vagina. That's uh, her we'll move stage on. name. Vax. Vax. Vaccine. Vaccine. Not vaccine. Oh yeah, you spell it <laughs> with the dick comes around with the, the heart. Hill. With the heart yeah, on the eye. With the heart on the eye. Um, speaking of uh, vaccines and a holes, let's go through Green Bay. Uh, we might as well just just because I brought it up. Uh, Green <laughs> Bay uh, is playing the Detroit Lions. Uh, no Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Packers four four point favorites. Green Bay thirteen and three, Detroit two three thirteen and one. I, I'm calling for a Detroit upset. In this yeah, this it is feels my, like it. I mean, this is just Jared Goff and the and the team. Jordan Love's going to be out there. Yeah. So Jordan Love, I don't think is as good as people hoped. But I've got uh, this is my big upset. Well, one of the upsets I've got Detroit winning. You know, I, I want to do this, but I, I'm going to say Jordan Love's going to play better this time. Okay. I think he's going to be able to pull off a, a really crappy game. I say 2017 Packers. Um, I think Detroit covers. Because I think it's going to be close. Again, I think as you just feel this way every time with Detroit. You're like, again, they got spanked by, yeah. by Seattle. Like, yeah, St. Brown put back. up some big points. They still gave up 50. Well, it was a running game. They couldn't, <laughs> they stop, gave up they couldn't stop the run. So I think the Packers are just deeper. I'm going to be able to just beat them. But I think Jordan Love is going to actually have a better game than he did the first time. And he's going to score a couple touchdowns. And Rodgers won't play. So, yeah, that was going 2017. 2017. See, I, I think that the uh, the Seattle team you talked about could have beat the Packers last week. That Seattle team last week was the Seattle team people wanted to see, which was Russ not throwing very deep balls, throwing over the middle, hitting his wide receiver, and let Rashad Penny run uh, before he blows out. Uh, let's move on to the next game. It is my Bears uh, visiting uh, Minnesota. Kirk Cousins might be playing. 7-9 and nine, Andy Minnesota. Andy Dalton is starting. Andy Dalton. Ginger Ninja. Uh, Minnesota favored by 5 in this one. you got to figure out who's got the bigger motivation here. Um, you know, and Minnesota, I think it's seven and nine, just missing the playoffs. Had they played well last week, they'd be in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, had Kirk Cousins had Kirk Cousins played been vaccinated, had been, yeah, had the vaccination, he'd probably be playing right now. So yeah. again, I think this is a big game for Kirk Cousins in a way because he's kind of playing for his future. He, you know, his I think he's got one more year, but I think everyone in Minnesota is kind of fed up with this guy, it's yeah. just, and especially with the vaccination thing costing them that game. Um, he's going to be pissed. He's going to come out angry. So I think, I don't even know what an angry Kirk Cousins is. It's not, but I'm sure it's, it's not that scary. 120th of angry Tom Brady. Yeah, so, but I'm going to say uh, Vikings are going to win this by, by a touchdown. I just think Dalton's nothing, again, they're going to be able to run with, with Montgomery. But it just feels, if Justin Fields was playing, maybe I'd pick the Bears. But with Dalton, it just feels this is a going through the motions against a team that's playing at home. You gotta want to give your fans something before you send them home disappointed. You know, a crappy yeah. gift bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go Vikings to win this, 27 to 20. I uh, another upset in the NFC North. I got the Bears to win this one only because our defense has been playing so fantastically in the past few weeks. In Minnesota, I think that when we look at who's got the bigger motivation here, I think Chicago does. I think. You know, you've got a record where you're six and ten, obviously disappointing. Justin Fields comes in, he starts to look good, and you got Mooney, and you, you there's a few pieces missing. But I think for the Bears, there's a big motivation here. I've got the Bears to upset here, twenty-eight to twenty-four. Uh, big, big game here. It's uh, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Indianapolis, <laughs> fifteen and a half point favorites in this one. Um, 
And and when you start looking at it, you know, the last time these guys played, it was a lot closer game than you actually think. Uh, the Colts, uh, you know, yeah, but that was Dick, that was like a team that had a little bit of hope. This is a Jacksonville team that is literally gone. I've mentally checked out. Like they're after that game last week against uh, against the Patriots, yeah, with fifty points given up, like a hundred like, rushing all over the place. Jonathan Taylor is going to be able to just walk all over this game because um, the Colts have to win. They're not in yet, are they? No, the well, no, they're not. They're nine and seven, but this one will solidify the win. Yeah, uh, and and help. So I see. Win. I'm gonna. I might take this just because I think coming off that last loss against Oakland. They're just going to lay a beating down on them. Uh, well, Jonathan Taylor probably wants to go for like 200 and see if he can get to 2,000. I don't know how close he is. I think he's probably around like 1,700, 1,800 rushing. Um, might check that out. Yeah. But I'm going to go the big Jonathan Taylor game in Jacksonville. I say they win 35 to 10. See, I, uh, I got the Jacksonville playing this one a little closer only because in, I think Indianapolis is going to build up a bit of a lead and Jacksonville could chunk away at it. Uh, just using the running game. Um, I've got it thirty to twenty three. Obviously, oh my god, do you think it's going to be that? Close? I think it's actually going to be that close. I think it's going to be that close. I think that it's one of these games where teams. You know, we talked about this where where the game matters, and some teams screw it up. And this divisional, whatever the Colts is, they, I think they could potentially screw this up to the point. Well, that, they did that last week. That yeah. was their last week screw up game. This so, is the get right game. Yeah, be like, angry that we blew it game. So I don't. They're I don't take it out. On I don't a bad see it. Team. I don't see it getting right. I see uh, Jacksonville covering this one and in an awkward one. Uh, but thirty to twenty three. Uh, we keep it uh, the, the divisional wise. We got Tennessee now eleven and five. They're facing Houston at four and twelve. A lot of people were saying Davis Mills, Davis Mills, and then we saw him play last week and go, ooh, Davis Mills. But um, Derrick Henry could be back in this game. I don't think so. I would be shocked if they risked injuring him before the playoffs against Houston, which yeah. they should be able to win because Freeman has been. Foreman, yeah. Foreman, sorry. Foreman's yeah. been really good. He's yeah, been pretty he's been, consistent. He's been, he's been jumping in. He's been so using well. He's rushing Brown, for Having Brown back has just been amazing for them. So Yeah, and Julio Jones, if he can ever come back and be healthy, you can't really depend on him. But I think even with um, Foreman, they should be fine. I don't see... I think they activated Henry, but I'd be shocked if he risked that foot injury. Especially on a running back. Feet, it's just not worth it. I think they should be able to take care of business quite easily um, because they want to get that one seed because they need the rest, yeah. especially with Julio Jones. So I'm going to take Tennessee to win this. Uh, oh, I'm going to take this game in a bet too in real life. I'm going to say 27-14. to 14. I got it 34-13. to 13. Houston, I'm just kidding. No, Tennessee. Uh, I could see throwing Derrick Henry in just for a play or two. Get him to feel for the speed of the game. You let Foreman do it. But again, it's it's keeping it, making sure nobody gets injured. You still got to get this win. Davis Mills has been dangerous, and Brandon Cooks has been dangerous as well. So Houston can score. I mean, you got a team who's four and twelve at home with their back against the wall. You never know what could happen. Backs against the wall. Washington in the New York Giants. As we uh, Jake Fromm taking the yeah, taking God. control in this one. Washington getting some of their team back from injury and from COVID. Washington seven point favorites in this one. Uh, they got a new team name coming. Spoiler alert: Apparently, it's the Admirals. Um, is it? Apparently, that's what I. The, the sport. It's not a terror, but it's a good name. I someone had found this out because apparently, of all the names, uh, someone actually went and just started clicking on domains, and apparently, Admirals led to the Washington team. So, um, sluice out there. Uh, it could have been a ruse, but I don't think Washington's that clever if you look at how disgusting their stadium is. Should be the Red Tails. To yeah. Keep the red part. The the potties. The porta potties. You could have called them after how disgusting their stadium smells. Um, New York Giants. What do they got to? What do they got to win here? They got Jake Fromm. Uh, Mike Glennon is hurt from oh getting smacked by the Bears last week. Um, to me, Washington has got the bigger motivation here. But 
you know, what is uh, Giants at home? I mean, the fans are probably going to be more against the team than with them. Yeah, Gettleman's announced his retirement, so mm-hmm. it's going to be a weird offseason for them. Because if you're, a, if I'm a GM, I'm not coming in with Joe Judge as my no. coach and risking my one shot at being a GM if it is for some people. With not picking my guy. It seems insane that they're like no, yeah. they're sticking with them. I think they just said that to get through the season. I think Joe Judge is toast. Um, and I think the team does not... All the stuff of everyone wants to come back and play for me is nonsense. I think Washington's just going to tee off on them. They have absolutely no offense. Jake Fromm, they're going to come at him. He's going to get destroyed. I just say Washington wins this 23-3. to 3. I do have a beating. I got 28 to 15. I think the Mara family needs to tap into sort of Rooney Mara, the the, the actress, uh, the granddaughter of the family. She's had some great co-stars. Kevin Spacey, I think, would be a perfect general manager. <laughs> he knows how to deal with young men. He likes the tight ends. He knows, he knows tight ends, and he's also very good with authority and also hiding things. So Kevin Spacey, my, my, my GM plan for, for New York. But I've got Washington winning this one, 28-16. Washington, the Giants still have a good defense. But think Antonio Gibson is just going to have. If you have him in fantasy, well, it's too late. You're, 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 you're playing <laughs> daily the wrong fantasy, league. You're daily not playing fantasy. In a daily fantasy, but if you're playing in a fantasy league, somebody's screwing you over, man. Uh, moving on to our next game, it is Pittsburgh at Baltimore, and it looks like Huntley uh, is going to be playing in this one. Baltimore still six point favorites in this one. Eleven and a, uh, sorry, forty one point one is forty four one point five is the over under. Huntley to me is one of these guys. Uh, man, he's I'm he's one of the best surprises I've seen. One of these he's. Been playing a really good quarterback. And what I like about him is his pocket awareness, his scrambling ability. I like him. Uh, but Pittsburgh, you know, they had the emotional home win. So Big Ben, they can't win this game because Big Ben's already said goodbye to Pittsburgh. So they're never coming back. Yeah, and this is this is why I think I'm going to pick. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Uh, the fact that they're three and a half point underdogs, I think, is crazy. That they're still in the playoffs. They need this win. It's Big Ben's last game. I think they want to really. Go out on high. You don't want to lose your last game ever. And yeah. you're going against a team that has absolutely been decimated. You saw what Najee Harris did uh, to Cleveland last week, who have a good defense. Baltimore's been getting run on all over the place. Their defense is decimated. So I can see another big Najee game. I think Pittsburgh, even though Big Bang won't be able to move it, they're hurt, on, they're hurt everywhere. Yeah. So to me, this is the team that needs it more against a team that's just get through this, not get injured anymore. So I'm going to go Pittsburgh to win this in Big Ben's. Finale, no more Big Ben. And has there ever been less interest in uh, farewell of great quarterbacks last game? Yeah, right. Most like things you'd see, like there'd be segments. You'd be like, oh, it's Big Ben's last game. Everyone thinks Big Ben's an asshole, so nobody yeah. wants to even celebrate. It's like, good, go. Like, he's never endured himself to anyone. He's had you know sexual assault charges against him. He's and and he's just been. Crap! The last couple of years, and and he's and he's always been that guy who blames everyone. He's just like maybe I suck, and yeah. it's, it's a tiring. So see you later, Ben. He had a great career, top fifteen quarterback, two Super Bowls, Golden yeah. Hall of Fame, but no one cares. But he's gonna win, so I'm gonna take that's it. good. It's nice. It's nice you have this. Uh, you run him down, but you still pump him <laughs> up. Uh, he's sort of like that, you know, when you're smelling milk and you're not sure if it's sour or yeah. not. But then you're like, oh, it's got chunks in it. It's definitely gone bad. Yeah. So he's chunky. He's chunky point. milk. He's chunky milk. I can't see Chunky Milk winning. I think Baltimore, you know, really, really wants this more. And Baltimore needs this more. And Baltimore is going to step up more. You know, I saw what Huntley has done. Uh, and I think he can do it again. So, you know what? I am going to go uh, with uh, with Cleveland, or sorry, Baltimore to win this one. 
the, the line was six. It's dropped down. I still think Baltimore is a better team. And I think Baltimore's hunger for this one. You know, Big Ben, he sort of already planned his retirement. It's like, oh, crap. Oh, we got one more game. I forgot. It's 18 weeks, huh? Oh, man. I cleaned up my locker <laughs> already. So, yeah, I, I think it's just a bit over for them. And I think, uh, you know, the, the Steelers are preparing for their Aaron Rodgers future. Last game of the set, it's a battle of Ohio as the 10 and 6 Cincinnati Bengals, who are going to the playoffs, face off the 7 and 9 Cleveland Browns, who are not going to the playoffs. It's up there. Yeah, nice. Uh, uh, Cleveland, six point favorites in this one. Uh, only because, and the real case here is Case Keenum is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. Well, it's the that, stats prove it. It's, He's a better, more consistent, <laughs> calm quarterback than Baker Mayfield. He's that, um, yeah, he, he hasn't been good, but I think the fact that. You know, Burrow's going to be out. I think Jamar Chase might play a bit because I think he wants the rookie receiving record. Sure. I think he's like 60 yards well, away from Kansas, it. Well, if Kansas City loses tonight, well, that, well, that, that there's a chance that Cincinnati can still take the number one seed. If Cincinnati, Kansas City and Tennessee both lose, which is going to be difficult, but if they both But I still lose, think they're not going to play Burrow. I think because at the end of the game last week, he did come off kind of limping. They brought in the backup yeah. quarterback to kind of do. So everyone was a little worried, but it doesn't seem like it. So they're not going to risk one bit, especially what happened like years ago with Carson Palmer yeah, sure. and then Andy Dalton where they had to bring in the backup to play. Um, it, it's just been disaster. They are going to be so cautious with him. I think Cincinnati doesn't care if they're second, third, or fourth. So I think this is like a huge opportunity for like Buffalo to jump up and get that third seed. So again, it's all going to depend on what happens with Kansas City. But I, regardless, I cannot see them playing Burrow even if Kansas City wins because I don't think they're going to get the one seed. Yeah. Uh, so I am going to go with Cleveland to win this. I just think there's going to be guys padding their numbers to, against, going against Brett, I think Brandon Allen or Kyle Allen. One of the Allens. Yeah, it's one, one of, of the, the Allen. bad Allens. One of the bad Allens. So I'm going to go with um, 27-20 uh, Cleveland. I, I've got Cleveland 24-16, and it, it's the running game. You just got to keep running it, running it, running well, it. Well, that's the thing. you think they would have done that last week with Chubb, who was yeah. running really well, but... For some reason, Stefanski's like, no, we're going to throw Baker all day, who's been throwing interceptions left, right. It's, this and idea, nine sacks. This idea that you have Chubb and you just don't – these coaches, right? I think Because I think coaches almost – except Shannon. Shannon's the only one who doesn't kind of see running back as like, oh, I'm not a good play caller. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, if you can run it over people, you demoralize them. It does, yeah. But I think people are in such a pass-happy league – these offensive coaches like Stefanski are like, I want to show you that I can throw it around the field with Baker. And you get picked off four times. It's like, dude, you got Chubb, yeah. who's been dominant for you for years. And again, like last week against Pittsburgh, they just abandoned him. And every time he touched it, he was running well. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, they should rely on that uh, Chubb and Hunt to be able to get this going. The, the real, only reason I would see that, you know, as I said, if Kansas City loses, great. Joe Burrow, to me, in the past few weeks showed he's up for the MVP. You know, people are talking Rodgers, Rodgers. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow to me, having having so many great games, I would put him up for MVP before I put up Aaron Rodgers. But that's me. <laughs> Moving on to our late games. It's a late game window. We go to the AFC East is New England, who have been trouncing people as of late. They're ten and six. They're facing off the Miami Dolphins, who are eight and eight, who are still playoff hopefuls. Uh, New England. Well, six, no, they're eliminated. I they're think. Elim- sorry, I yeah, think sorry, they are eliminated. Sorry, uh, six and a half point favorites. They are. They are out. I'm sorry, yeah, six and a half point favorites for New England. Um, and you know you've you've got New England, who as I say, putting up a lot of points as of late. They got their running game going. Um, they they grind it, and you know you've got another uh, tough game against a Miami quarterback facing Bill Belichick. 
Uh, but it's in Miami. Unfortunately, Miami doesn't play that well at home. Here. Well, they, the only thing is that they always play New England well at home. I, yeah. One of the stories over the Tom Brady era is how, how much, the number of times he struggled in Miami. And it's been, a, it's been a thing. But again, this is to me all about Tua. And I think we're seeing the last game Tua has played in mm-hmm. Miami, I think. I think last week was that game. Like last year, he had that week 17 against Buffalo, winning your in. He yeah. got trounced 52 to like 20. He had a terrible game last week. They needed to play well against Tennessee. He was awful. Yeah. Again, this is just what Tua is. He's not that guy who's going to put the team on his back. He beat seven terrible quarterbacks yeah. in a row. So um, I think New England, I think New England doesn't care. I think Miami's going to win. Wow, okay. I, only because I think New England's not going to play a lot of their players. I think fourth, fifth, or sixth, they don't really care. Sure. Um, so I think Miami's just the fact that they're at home, they're going to play their starters, they're going to be able to pull off a last-second victory. I'm going to go 21-18 for Miami. But it's not going to be good, because I don't see why New England would risk. You, you can finish fourth, fifth, doesn't really matter. Like you're not finish, sorry, you can finish fifth, sixth, or seventh. And it's not going to make any difference. To me, it's the experimentation factor. And, and, you know, they like to play around. And and a lot of teams, when you start, this is the tinkering game. As you're going towards a playoff, what better chance to tinker than against the Miami Dolphins? And when Bill Belichick tinkers, he actually is quite successful with it. So I can see them trying new plays, using different players to see how they work out. I I still think that Miami's exhausted. And as you say, like, two is probably going to be gone. The motivation factor is going to be gone from there. I think that when you're in a warm weather climate, motivation, eh, let's see. I've got Miami to win, or sorry, New England to win this one, 35-16, just a beating. Just they're going to continue beating as they move on until they finally face a good team. <coughs> another beating we can expect, it is another divisional rival as the New York Jets, 4-12 at Buffalo, 10-6. Buffalo's 16-point favorites in this one at home. Uh, New York Jets put up a good game against Tampa Bay last week. Yeah, Can they do the same thing against Buffalo? I, I, I am not picking Buffalo to cover this. I think they're going to win. I think, that, again, like it's, it's going to be terrible weather. There's snow, rain. It's like they've already had to hire shovelers to get the sh- snow off the field. Buffalo has had atrocious weather almost every single home game this year. It's been an, a diabolical. And Josh Allen has played bad in almost every one of those bad weather games. And, again, I see this being kind of like not a big scoring game. I think this is going to be... Buffalo kind of almost like squeaking out a win. Jets have looked better, but I think also Zach Wilson's going to struggle in this weather. And Devin Singletary's looked good. They've been able to really pound him. I think the Bills being at home, being able to win the AFC East in front of their home crowd, which they weren't able to do last year because of COVID, it's going to be huge. I think the Bills are going to win it, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Um, I'm going to go uh, 24 to 20. No, no, to 17. 24-17, close. I got it 30-16. to 16. I think Buffalo, again, is still going to to win this one. But covering, eh, it's very hard to cover uh, for lately, as I've found with Buffalo. Uh, Jets, well, they don't have everyone. They're still playing kind of plucky football. It's that defense of Buffalo that should swarm and get to, to Zach Wilson. But, yeah. yeah, I got Buffalo winning this one. It's at home, as you say. The weather's crap. Um, but what are you going to do? It's, uh, it's Buffalo. You live there. Uh, <laughs> Deal with it. Uh, an emotional one for this one is uh, Tampa Bay and Carolina face-off in a, in a divisional contest. Tampa Bay, obviously, you got A-B situation. Now A-B is, like, blaming all his teammates, saying the team let him down. They knew he was hurt. 
that Tom Brady doesn't really burning care about him. Burning down the orphanage. Air, burning down the orphanage as the children scream for <laughs> yeah. help. As he locks yeah, them inside. Yeah, baby, please don't. No, he's, embarrass- he's embarrassing himself more every single day. And but, for, but, all the, for all the Antonio Brown needs, has mental health problems, yes, that's true. Antonio Brown's an asshole. He's a yeah. bad guy. And sometimes... If there's not this underlying problem. Sometimes people are dicks. Yeah. And sometimes people are bad guys. And he's a bad guy who has never once showed any contrition, never once yeah. showed any remorse for anything he's ever done. It's always a victim. Now it's Tom Brady's fault. Tom Brady's the only one who cares about this guy at yeah. all. Throws him under the bus. The guy, he's done. I can't imagine you'd have to sell your soul. Like, watching what is... If you're an NFL coach or an NFL GM, watching what Antonio Brown has done to Bruce Arians' credibility. For, when Bruce Arians never even wanted him in the first place. Yeah. Uh, and Tom Brady must just be embarrassed by all this, too. He's like, you stood up for this guy? Yeah. It just shows, like, that Tom Brady would put Charles Manson on the team if he could kick, right? <laughs> if he was a sure. good kicker. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I just think Tom Brady doesn't care if he, he would... It just... It's hurt his credibility. He's dealt with it fine. I think he's going to be pissed. He's going to come out here wanting to really show that we don't need him. But I think it's he's not going to be able to do it. I think he's going to struggle this game. I think that all that is now going to go on their shoulders and just be kind of, is this going to affect them into the playoffs? And I think, you know, they have a good defense, but... Carolina, Tampa Bay, in fact, it's in Tampa. They should win. But I think it's going to be closer than people think. I'm going to say uh, 27-20. Yeah, I got a 26-20. And, and look, I'm a different thing. I think, you know, I, I, I feel for Tom Brady in this one. I don't feel for him. I do because he has put his, he did bring this guy out. A lot of people have helped out. And, and it's not like the first time Tom Brady's helped other guys out Yeah, before. but the thing is that Josh, he did this to the Patriots. And then he still brought him to Tampa. And so it's like he didn't care. Well, no, I'm not. I'm so not I don't fool me once. It's like Tom Brady's been fooled multiple times by this guy. I don't feel bad for him at all. He is the ultimate enabler of Antonio Brown. I don't think he was doing it. Look, AB was good at one point, but I don't think he did it going, I'm going to save this guy's Super Bowl. No, he didn't care about AB. At oh, all. I think he did. I, don't I think, think he, he did. did. I, I, I think that's a bit of bullshit. I think that he did care about him because I'm he sure did. he does care about him like he cares about all his teammates. I but don't think he's a fuck this like, guy. But, but as you say to Antonio Brown being a piece of shit now, yeah. And and the fact is that everyone is treating him with kid gloves, and suddenly you go, you know what? The kid gloves are off. No, you no, are an no. asshole now. He's, You're just an asshole. He's shown who he is, and, and, and <clears throat> if you think Antonio Brown's going to sit across from a therapist like Tony, oh, no. like Tony Soprano and start pouring his heart out, you are as crazy as he is. I don't think the rude awakening has really hit him yet because there is this thing now. There will a, never be a rude awakening. Now he's a free. Will well, there never, will be. In he 10. will. He'll be fighting Jake Paul in a couple months after he gets no contracts offer. He might go to the XFL. He'll burn that down to the ground. That whole. Room. I don't think anyone's gonna touch him. Yeah, people don't want to touch drama. XFL like will because they need that name. You know, what maybe I mean? USFL. You get but it. But he won't go there. And the thing is, he's talking about like I should be paid more. No, he's not getting more than veteran minimum. No. He's getting like three hundred grand a year, five hundred grand a year, and he will not play for that. So no. I can't imagine his ego will ever allow him. He's just every day just embarrassing himself more. He's just embarrassing himself in the league and it's time for him to go and time to fade off from the sunset. And we should, everyone should just stop paying yeah, attention. Just stop talking about him. He's like a school shooter. Stop saying his name. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. But I still have the Bucks to win this one. I think they're going to play around. You know, you have to look at it this time. Tampa Bay last year was the number five seed and they still won the Super Bowl. So I think they're fine with it. They're going to let, they're going to play around it, screw around, have some fun uh, and, and still win 26-20. Uh, moving on, we got New Orleans at Atlanta. New Orleans eight and eight, but are they really eight and eight? Um, the four and a half point favorites in this one against Atlanta, who's seven nine. 
Last time they were playing uh, this game, Atlanta had a lead. Trevor Simeon leads a comeback. Um, Atlanta, though, you know, they're, what do they got left in the tank? They're 7-9. and nine. There's nothing to play for. New Orleans still hoping to, to get to move on. Um, four and a half point favorites. Well, Atlanta's the masters of ruining their draft position. They did it a couple years ago, but they had this pointless game. They won, and they lost like seven spots on their draft pick. And everyone in Atlanta was furious. They ran like a top five and went to like 12 with this win. I think they're going to do it again. I think they're going to beat New Orleans just because I don't think they have any sort of offense. I think neither does Atlanta, but I think the fact that they're at home... And Matt Ryan, this again, these division games. I think I think Atlanta wants to knock New Orleans out. Yeah, and I just think just Taysom Hill's just not going to lead you anywhere. And I think I'd rather not have New Orleans in the playoffs. I think they'd be a really boring team to watch. Yeah, and it would just be an smoked. awful game. I'd much rather. Uh, God, I don't even know who the other options are, but maybe like Sam Fran or something. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to go with the Falcons to win this, uh, 24 to 23. A nice close one. I got a close one, 25-23, but for New Orleans. Uh, it just New Orleans, I think, is hungry in this one. They want it more. They have a bit more of the tools. Taysom Hill has his own little good fantasy games, but not always the greatest games for the team. Uh, but I've got him to win this one. Uh, 25-23. Another important game, it's Seattle playing like off the top of their heads, and Arizona, who's 11-5, needs a win. Seattle's already out of it. Uh, Arizona's favored by 7 this one, a 48-point over under. Uh, Arizona gets a big win last week. Uh, but can they uh, can they play against the Seattle team who's now starting to play? Like, they're ready for the postseason. They're ready for their close-up, Mr. DeMille. Yeah, well, they, again, they, again, because they put these games on at the same time with L.A., because L.A. is battling for the, the yeah. thing. So, again, Arizona needs to win this. I think Seattle will be able to keep this close. I think Arizona had that big win against Dallas, which kind of cut, stopped the bleeding. Uh, the fact that they're at home against Russ, who's going to be able to keep this close, I think they're getting a few pieces back. J.J. Watt might be back. Again, I don't think they're going to play him. I think they're just resting up. Even, I think Arizona's fine if they finish, if they don't win the division. But I think they want to. So I, I'm going to go... Oh, I really think Seattle's going to win, weirdly, because they're playing a bit better. Russ's maybe last game is yeah, a Seattle. All right, you know what? I'm going to go with Seattle to win this. I'm going with the emotion of... It worked last week with the emotion of... Ben in their yeah. last game at home. Now it's there. I'm picking them both for their last game, maybe as a Seahawk. I'm going to go uh, 27-24, the Seahawks. I got a close game as well, uh, only because, as I say, the Seattle's playing off their heads and their running game gets going. And, and, and you know, it could be difficult for Arizona to stop this running game. Arizona's going to get some more pieces back. I still like them because Arizona's at home. Last home game going to the postseason, you're 11-5. and five. I've got Arizona to win 30-28, to 28, close game. Uh, but a two-point victory in this one. The other game, as you mentioned, is going to be a uh, big game. It's also at 9:25. If you want to watch the Sports Bar and Grill, Old Street and Clapham, San Francisco nine and seven at LA Rams twelve and four at Rams four and a half point favorites in this one. Um, in this game, uh, you sort of wonder the over/under is uh, 44 and a half. Rams really need it, but the San Francisco 49ers need it more. Uh, and they have been playing some competitive football. Well, they both need it. Like, the Rams both. want to win the division, right? Yeah. They want to get that number. They want to get the home playoff game. And the Niners are desperate, and they, we don't know if Garoppolo is going to play. We don't know if Garoppolo is going to play. So very tight one here. But they've got the running game, uh, and it just seems that the Rams have run out of gas in the tank. Um, well, they had that. They did win last week, but they yeah. really struggled to barely beat Baltimore. Um, yeah, again, and they've really struggled against the Niners. Um, the fact that I think Trey Lance is playing, I think that's why I'm going to pick the Rams. I think yeah. I just think they're unha- they're unhealthy at the most important position at the most important game of the year against 
Aaron Donald and Von Miller and Jalen Ramsey that are going to make it hard for him. This is a huge game for Trey Lance. It's going to be a bit too much for him. And I think you're going to see Cooper Cup put his stamp on maybe I'm the MVP of this league. Okay, because he's yeah. getting no love for MVP. Yeah. He's leading in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. Triple crown. He's yeah. got the triple crown, basically, which is almost never and gets, vaxxed. And never gets done. So I think a big Cooper... And the, and the Niners are terrible at stopping the pass. So I think a big Cooper Cup game is coming. I think Stafford needs to get something going. He's, they're going to be passing it all over the place. They can't run. Uh, so I'm going to go uh, Rams to win 30-24. to 24. I've got a San Fran upset, only just based on coaching here and, and the fact that I think that they're going to be hungrier in this game. Uh, running game, Debo, Ayuk, moving the ball around, short passes. I just can't take Lance over Stafford. I can't take him either, but, you know, when you showed him that he looked horrible in the first half, not bad in the second half last week. Uh, I've got a 24-20 San Francisco upset in this one. It's our final game as we head in. Biggest game of the year. The United biggest States. game as the Chargers uh, visit Las Vegas. Las Vegas Raiders. Both teams are nine and seven, uh, as the Chargers are three-point favorites on this one. The forty-nine and a half point over/under. Raiders at home, though. Uh, do they have the motivation? Do they have the team? They obviously don't have the players because they keep drink driving. <laughs> um, stop getting into a vehicle when you're loaded. Yeah. I don't know if you can tell people. Money well. and alcohol. Yeah, uh, you just buy a, There's buy an Uber. Uber. Get Uber a driver. Get a, exactly. get a turtle. Just start just driving. Anything. Just don't drive. Um, yeah, oh, this is an exciting game. I really, really want to pick the Raiders. I just feel for a couple... I'm going to pick them. I'm going to take the Raiders as my win. As a little okay. upset. For a couple of reasons. Um, they're playing... Because their season just, just feels like a perfect ending to like such a disastrous season. Um, Derek Carr has never... It, he's made the playoffs, but he got injured in week six, 17. And mm -hmm. they had to play Connor Cook years ago. So he's never really played in a playoff game, Derek Carr. This could be his last chance as a Raider because who knows what they're going to do after this year. If he doesn't win this, I think he's gone as a yeah. Raider. I just, he's been there almost 10 years. And to have not even played a playoff game is just not, yeah. not sustainable, especially in a market like Vegas. I think the Chargers just keep coming up small in big games. Every mm -hmm. time they need a big performance... Justin Herbert comes up small. I think the Raiders have a better deep, play better defense that can rush the passer. Waller's going to be back. You know, Jacobs has been playing well. So I'm going to go with the Raiders. A little bit of an upset here. I'm going to go 27-23. I also the have the Raiders. So oh. an upset. I got them 30-26 to here. It just, to me, they seem to be the hungrier team. You know, and Derek Carr, you know, as you say, probably will be his last uh, game as a Raider. Uh... Look, you just have to look at the guy's numbers to see that he's very competitive. He's always trying. Uh, and, you know, to me, he, he he's an MVP of sorts because of what's happened to the team and the fact that this young man has had to put this team on his shoulders. When all this crap is falling around, you're watching your family fall apart. I like them here. I think they're going to be hungrier in it. The Chargers have struggled. Uh, so I've got it 30-26. to 26. Make sure if you want to play along with us, we've got DraftKings. Uh, you can play in our DraftKings contest. Uh, and we've also got uh, come watch us sports bar and grill Old Street and Clapham all the games 50 TVs plus in Old Street you want to book now for Super Bowl and you want to start booking for playoffs as well we've got all that action happening right now folks thanks for listening stay safe and enjoy week 18